y'all. Welcome to The Real Time for Kimberly Marie. And Bianca Rachel. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, y'all. This week has been interesting. We found out about a new black president. We (laughs) we found out about some kids not being able to say no. Y'all, what is the world coming to? Before we get into anything, I just want to give the biggest shout out to what I have seen the last the, the last week has been the tremendous, courageous, the it was beautiful. It was full of like it, it I mean way more than I could ever do. I have to give a shout out to Vanessa Bryant and her getting on that stage at the yeah, Staples Center. I mean, and 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 doing her thing to not only her husband, Kobe Bryant, but her daughter, Gigi. And to be able to deliver that eulogy, girl, let me tell you something. I couldn't have done it. You ain't, yeah, she she did. Like, Beyonce's song was, oh, was look, when she was singing. So Beyonce did the right song because had she had done Heaven, the service oh, would have had to end right there. I do like that song too, though. The service would have had to end. So I'm glad that she did those songs that she did, Halo and 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 the other songs she did. I mean, it was just absolutely beautiful. Everybody did a great job. I mean, I love that, you know, you have people like Shaq incorporating the funny into it just to make, you know. That was so funny. Yeah. But Michael, too, because everyone mm-hmm. can say they has, you know, but. Yeah, and I could it it look it already be Michael. Michael is already a meme right now. Him, him crying. So I like you know, that he said that too. He's like, I'm gonna become another meme for me crying. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it, it was really great to see so many athletes there support. Um, this is what I have to say though. At, at on the backside, to the people who thought the next day after the um the, the memorial to question LeBron James whether or not he went. It was unnecessary. It was not needed. And who actually cares? If he didn't go, it's understandable. Him and him and uh, Kobe were close. Him and Kobe were, you know, great friends. He was playing. He played for the Lakers. You know, it, to me, that's what you care about, whether or not LeBron James went to his memorial. You know, let's celebrate the life of Kobe. We don't care who, you know, if he did go, great. If he didn't go. I say, but that's really not even relevant. Like, yeah, because you, know, you guys sometimes like people, honestly, like when my... I think it was my dad's dad when he passed, there was people who couldn't go to his funeral and they just flat out said, they were like, I cannot bring myself to accept it. So I'm not going. They're like, and if I don't go, it, it's not real. I'm not saying that's what LeBron is saying, but I'm saying like that was their thought process. So I can understand if he didn't go, why? That That's a lot to swallow. You know, what yeah. I mean? it really is. It was like, sudden, it was unexpected. It's a lot to swallow. Yeah, like somebody you literally talked to on Saturday you know, you wake up to them being there and then, you know, you get in the midday that they're not there. It's okay if they didn't come. But I honestly didn't think that his daughters were going to show up, but it was great to see that his oldest daughter, his youngest, and all the children came. I mean, I know it has to be, you know, just the hardest thing yeah. for the um, oldest daughter. I think her name is Natalia. Um, to just go through, you know, not only losing a father, but losing a sister. And then for her to be, you know, at that age where she's actively active, probably on social media. So 
you know, it, it's very hard for her to be shielded from a lot of things and for her to be in school and for, so I really do, you know, uh, pray for her strength as long with, it. and I just saw that his, uh, uh, Kobe Bryant's sister got a lovely tattoo with both, um, the numbers, um, I believe what eight and 24 or two, I'm sorry, two and 24. I'm sorry. And I oh, mean, she didn't get his old number. Okay. Yeah. So she got, um, Gigi's number. And she and got her brother. Yes. So it was actually really beautiful to see. And I saw his mom there and I was really praying for her strength too, because, you know, I always feel no mother should yeah, have to bury their kid. Yeah. No mother. Because when you have your child, you never think that you're going to have to lose your child. You always pray that, you know, if somebody has to go, it's you. So right. I really do um, pray for you bury them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really do pray for the strength of um, his mother and that you know and uh you know again Vanessa Bryant she did a beautiful job she did way I mean I was just like girl if you didn't want to speak I would have totally been I would have okay. totally understood if you were just sat there and you know yeah I I, I, I honestly would have understood that so when they said she was coming up the side I was like man I said oh that was tough she had yeah. me I was at my work uh desk at work I was up there just sniffling I was like Lord, let me go to the restroom these people gonna think I'm crazy mm-hmm. I was definitely you know tears in my eyes um it was a beautiful ceremony I mean it was just a you know just a touch that was needed it was you know full of crying laughter joy peace and I felt like it was a beautiful home going and um you know respect now as we move on from that Going into our rants, like you said earlier, the foolishness that we have seen this week is um, ridiculousness. It's clownery behavior. Um, it's, it's just annoying. At the end of the day, sometimes you got to, well, you know, I say it like this. If you okay with how you acted, you alone have to look at yourself in the mirror and be okay with it. So if you okay with it, I'm not going to say I'm okay with it, but I, I guess. No, I'm not going to say I guess. The first uh, donkey of the week, the the clownery, the foolish behavior is Jack uh, Brewer. Um, clearly, he's not that known in the NFL scene. Um, probably a D-list. Um, but D-list. <laughs> for him to go to the White House, first of all, this picture, I want to talk about this picture, this picture of all these black hands and Paula's white I don't even get why she's there um all these lovely all these black hands reaching out as and, and the thing about it is about this clown this Donald Duck this this clown on clown of a human um is that he's looking straight at the camera as these people are, are, are praying for him and I, I looked at it and I said the the foolery, the clownery, the, the 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 dumb, the dumb what? And then I heard a clip surface from Jack uh, Brewer calling um, Trump the first black president. And in a tweet that he tweeted, he said, "Being African American is determined by your lineage. Um, being black is determined by your willingness to serve and defend black people." Well, I had a lot of issues with that, right? So, but do you do you agree with that? Do you believe that being black is determined by your willingness to serve and defend black people? 
no, being <laughs> black is. I mean, I guess you could argue that on some level, but being black is being black. Like, first of all, we we have made this such a big deal. Like, it's a color, just like you like purple. It's purple. Your skin color doesn't and should not define if you decide to love or take care of another human being. Because at the end of the day, we're all human beings. No, but I'm so, saying you could. It's a it's a clear difference. To me, being black is not determined by your willingness to help black people. Being black, no, because there's a lot of black people who still black who don't help black people. Yeah, to me, to me, me walking down the street, I can't tell a, I can't tell, I cannot tell a police officer I'm not black. Exactly. I could tell them, but they're gonna be like, "Okay, nigga." I mean, you look black. (laughs) Shit, ain't no hiding it. You look. You look a little colored. Um, <laughs> so I mean, I just thought the whole thing was crazy because not only was it not well, I guess on the high, very like skimming of the surface. Well, one, we've already had a black president. Two, mm-hmm. you just said a white man was the first black president, which is fine because people say that about Bill Clinton. However, this particular man called for the death of five innocent black men and when he was when the black men were proven to be innocent and it was shown to him he still called for them to be killed and then still never apologized sir yeah. you're not for the black people that's my whole thing is let me let me explain something to you i actually find it very offensive when we have black people out here saying bill clinton was the first black president and then now we have black people coming some black people some coons out here saying that um Donald Duck is the first black president. First of all, to me, it is a slap in the face to the actual first black president. We don't need, you know, some of you buffooneries out here saying, well, uh, Barack Obama was the second black president. Uh, Bill Clinton was the first. Or, you know, Donald Trump is the first black president. No, we've had one black president and his name is Barack Obama. It's written in the history books. He's the only black president. I don't need to hear somebody tell me that a man who signed the mass incarceration bill is the first black president. I don't need to know that. I don't need to know that. I don't need people telling me that the that the that the first black president is a guy who refused, even when it was proven that the exonerated five was literally beaten, was literally coerced, was literally uh, false identified as people who. I mean, the story didn't even make any sense them being there. Um, and then when the evidence proved that they didn't even do it, that everything was so shady behind it, you still was like, well. I still don't believe it. I still believe they had something to do with it. Exactly. But I mean, I'm glad to see that social media does what they do best. People were really trying to rationalize. Like, one lady in the comments was like, I'm not even black and I feel offended for the black community. I mean, it it was a genuinely offensive statement. Yes. You know, it was was the utmost. When I saw that, I was like, that is so disrespectful. Whether you like Barack Obama or not, whether you, you acknowledge he was a black president. Yeah, you yeah. Yeah, like whether you respect him or not, you still need to respect the fact that he was the first black president. It's still written in the history books that the first black president is him. Whether you agree or not, you can agree to disagree on whether his policies are right or wrong, but to diminish what he has done to, to diminish the hope the you know when we we basically had this younger generation who grew up with a first black president so they cannot be told that they cannot be president that they cannot dream the biggest dreams 
when we look at, when, when these young kids look at Trump, they don't look at that and say, oh, he's the first black president. They don't look at that. They look at him as a white man that he is. Yeah, it, it's a mess. And honestly, it is. I agree with some of these comments. One comment was like, you know, he's the reason slavery lasted so long because of the mindset, you know, because people like him. Now, that might be somewhat, people might be like, that's extreme. But well, no, I mean, we know his daddy was a part of the, you know, his daddy was a very racist and his daddy had history ties to the KKK. So, well, I mean, that's what I was going to say. When you have people who are actively putting down success of other black people, and giving it just aimlessly give it I think that creates a problem you know and that's just my thought like you can't take away from one black man what he has done whether you agree or not the accomplishment was done and that's that is what it is period mm-hmm. yeah, so, yeah. I, I thought it was crazy you know but I think a lot of things that are that are actively going on in this world are batshit crazy yep well, well I don't know if you heard I don't know if you heard yet but y'all better get your mask on. If you have not heard, I believe the person was 50 years old. We've had our first death in the United States of the coronavirus. Oh, that's a shame. I didn't hear that. Yeah, the person was uh, lived in Washington. And I want to say they were 50 years old. But from what, uh, you know, the first black president, um, from what I hear from, uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, you will uh, not acknowledge him as that. <laughs> That's what we will not do. <laughs> from uh, from this clown uh, that considers himself something in chief. Uh, well, he's considered clown in chief. He basically said that as long as you're healthy, as long as you live an active lifestyle, if you get it, you should be okay. The person who died didn't live an active lifestyle. And that's basically why they died. Well... He's got a lot of things wrong with this. <laughs> there's so much. There's so much wrong with it that I I dare not even go into it because we'll spend the whole segment talking. It, it's too much. It. Um, but but I want to say you know I know people are saying well you know what we have more people die of the flu uh, than we right. have coronavirus and all this stuff and that might be true but I'm I'm but I'm being a hundred percent honest. I don't care. Um, it's still a, it's still a deadly disease. I mean, it's still a deadly virus. It's still something serious. And my whole thing is when the people, um, who were infected, when they brought them to the United States, it was so much mishandling. They, the, the, uh, the staff who took care of them were not, uh, the whistleblower basically came out and said they were not properly, you know, um, contained. They were not properly, uh, they did not properly handle the patients who had coronavirus. My whole thing is, and I, and I don't really care how I sound. Why did you even bring them to the United States to begin with? Well, if that's their home, you can't tell them not to come home. What you talking about? What? Uh, but my whole thing is, when somebody has the coronavirus, shouldn't you properly train your staff before you bring them home? Right, but you should still bring them home, and maybe they should be quarantined. But they should be allowed to come home. You can't leave them people where they at. Well, they were quarantined. Well, the thing is, you need to leave them until you're properly trained how to handle it. I mean, I mean, they they were not properly trained. 
the, I mean, right. I mean, literally, right. you had a whistleblower properly been trained, but nonetheless, that's not the people who got in, like sick fault. Shit, you didn't. Well, well, my whole thing is, you shouldn't have. Once you found out about this virus, you honestly should not have been traveling to countries that had this virus. I mean. Yes and no, right? Because a lot of people have that mindset that, oh, you know, I'm not going to get it or it's, it's an offset. It's just, you know, a few here and there, blase, blase, I'm still going to travel. And that's fine, you know, because, I mean, it does, I don't know the ratio, but it doesn't affect everyone. So, you know, some people really probably didn't think anything of it or they had their vacation planned and they were like, I'm not going to lose money, just well, not, I you know, because of this. So you would have went and instead of losing money, I'm, I'm being if you were in that situation and say you had a ticket to um, China and you had a ticket to a certain place in China and you uh, knew that this virus was heavily spread in China, you knew this virus was going on, would you still have taken the trip to China? Me, me personally, no, no. But I would have hoped that the airlines would have worked with me. Or I could have, you know, maybe went somewhere else on those tickets, you know. But if I couldn't have, I guess I just would have lost that money. But I me personally, I would have been okay with that. That's not what everybody can say. Hmm. Well, I think she all should have took them ales. That's that's just me and how I feel. And I feel like the, you know, unfortunately, um, we're hearing that people are getting infected. And this is one thing I don't understand. I don't I thought with all viruses as big as this one kind of like giving you symptoms i kind of would assume that all of them would be airborne so now we're getting told that people who have no contact who never went to china who never went overseas who never went all these places are getting it and i'm just like i don't understand how you wouldn't think they wouldn't and you know like i don't understand why you wouldn't think this disease is airborne so that's just me and how i feel so y'all uh, why y'all trying to wear these bedazzled masks and y'all trying to look cute and trying to go on these airplanes, y'all better be having the right mask because y'all can wear all the bedazzled masks you want. If you're not wearing, I think they said the N95 mask, which is sold out in a lot of places. Yeah, it's sold out on Amazon. <laughs> you are trying to get you one? No, but you know, I was talking about it family dinner and noticed that it, it, it was sold out because her, my friend, uh, her husband has an immune deficiency. So the doctor, oh. told him, you know, when he flies or when he goes out in public, especially because of this new coronavirus, he was like, you probably should wear a mask because if you get it, you're most likely not to survive it because your immune system is already very high. Oh, really? And they were like, so we'd appreciate if you stay inside, but since they're traveling to go see other family, they have, you know, he has to wear the mask. The doctor's like point blank. He was like, if you don't, you know, and you get it, he was like, there really is no hope for you because your immune system is just, is that bad. Let's just be very frank. Is that bad? Yep. So again, if you trying to go travel and you trying to look all cute and you trying to have a bedazzled mask on, everything that goes is not gold. So get the right mask and make sure you look it up on how to properly put it on because a lot of you are wearing this mask wrong. I just want to let y'all know that. A lot of you are wearing the mask. Seriously, they put a whole video on how to properly wear the mask. And I said, well, some of these people I see wearing this mask is totally wrong. And they thinking that they, you know, but they, and so they tell you exactly like if you touch certain parts of the mask, you basically, it's contaminated, you got to throw it away. So again, uh, hey, 
you, you might want to look online. And if you do live in, you know, uh, look, I don't know. I'm going to try to find me a mask because I might be doing me some traveling soon. I might need me a little mask on my face to protect myself. But anyway, Bianca, we're going to go ahead and go to your rant before we go into other little topics. Of this. First of all, let, let me say something. Y'all know I don't have any kids. I got, you know, nieces and nephews and whatever and whatnot. However, if one of them ever goes to a dance and you tell them mm-hmm. they can't say no, I'm coming for that ass. Do you understand? No is a real word. I okay, can well, you, gotta no. back, you gotta give them a little backstory of what's going on. Oh, okay, so whew, I don't even know where to start. That's how annoyed I am. Yeah, I was disgusted. Recently, they're at a school. They were told it was a, a school dance. They were told that they could children could not say no if somebody asked to dance with them. Mm-hmm. So who walks up? You have you know, hey Carrie, do you want to dance? Your no is now a yes. So, um, I just, I, I don't know about that because in, people need to respect no. No is something very serious. Like, no, I don't want to dance. No, I don't want you to touch me. No, I do not want you to kiss me. No, I don't want to have sex with you. No, I do not want to go to school. No, I don't like spaghetti. No, I don't <laughs> like this new rule. I mean, no is fucking real and people act like they can't accept it. Well, no means no to me, point blank, period. When I say you no, it not means exactly that. take that away from a child or an adult to say no, you know, because it's, it's dangerous, you know. You got someone dancing with, you know, I didn't want to dance. I felt uncomfortable. Well, why didn't you say you felt uncomfortable? Well, I'm not allowed to say no. You opening yourself up to a whole bunch of other bullshit, and I'm not with it. If, if one of my nieces or nephews walk in the house and be like, I was uncomfortable at the dance because I couldn't say no. I, I honestly can't tell you. I'm talking to that principal. I might walk up and do a quick little uh, slap and then have a conversation. But you can't take no one's right away to say no. That yes, is ma'am. absolutely fucking ridiculous. Yep. And, and I those- don't care if they want to say, well, we were trying to teach like inclusion and stuff. There's better ways to go about it than that. That is absolutely fucking ridiculous. And for those who don't know, it's in Utah. Utah is where it's at and my whole thing is I'm just gonna get my little opinion on this because listening to you talk about it, I even got more disgusted my whole thing is we are teaching girls young girls at a very young age that it doesn't matter it, you know no doesn't matter and that's not a good thing to teach young girls mm-hmm. because we, I mean, or it's not a good thing to teach kids period. Yeah, or young boys and it's more detrimental because let me tell you something if i tell you no it absolutely means no i should not get reprimanded i should not get bullied i should not right. get you know uh told forced when you tell somebody no when i tell you no i don't want to have because let me tell you something and I know some people might say you're going a little extreme, but no to no, dancing. I don't think so. No to dancing, and then you saying, "Oh no, you're gonna do it," could lead to no to sex, and then you thinking that you could do it. And that's this point blank period to me. No means no, no matter what instance, what you know, what situation we're in. When I tell you no, that means no. <laughs> there is no need for nobody to get involved. There is nobody to tell me that I'm wrong. You know, I'll be honest with you. If I had a kid who lived in Utah, my kid wouldn't go to no dances, girl or boy, because I wouldn't be okay with them 
being taught that no means doesn't mean no. That's just how I feel. I mean, I think it's crazy, you know, like I've already gave my little spiel on it, but I really think it's crazy. And I think we as a society and as a world have got to have got to be more vigilant on things because, you know, we 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 get mad at these parents for spanking their kids now. OK, sometimes there's a, in my opinion, there is a difference between spanking and abusing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. You gonna get your ass whooped if you walk in this store and, and wild out. Understand that. Now that's different than I just got mad. I came home from work and I'm abusing my child. Those are two different things in my mind. Now, like you getting toe up because you was at church or you know, like you was at school misbehaving. That to me in my mind makes sense. You know, I understand you're hitting your child, but that is so I that is my choice of disciplinary actions for them because see in this world especially being black how I think now and I didn't understand it when my mom would say it but I discipline you and train you and bring you up for the world I think you're gonna be in because when you get to be well it used to be when you got to be an adult 18 but now you see younger cases you know y'all abusing kids for dumb shit a cop, you know, abusing a six-year-old girl, you know, body slamming kids in school for no fucking reason. But you want to be mad and they get no reprimand, no reprimands or anything. But you want to mm-hmm. be mad when I I whoop my child because they were sprawling out and uh, Target or some shit like that. That's what, you, you know, no. We have, parents need to be parents. I'm going to discipline my child. That old school saying, I brought my child into this world and God damn it, I'll take them out before anybody else do. But I also want to say this on that part because I literally, and that this is going to be a downer for everyone, um, but it's much needed. Um, I recently saw on Netflix, they have a um, the trial of Gabrielle Fernandez. And I want everybody, if you can, to please watch that um that documentary on Netflix. I feel like we as humans have a right to stand up for people who cannot speak for themselves or do Mm -hmm. for themselves. And that is a, um, that was a very young child who was basically abused and beaten and killed by his mother and her boyfriend. His mother never wanted him. And his great uncle took him in, took care of him. And his parent, the the, uh, family pulled him from his great uncle because he was gay. And he's basically his, the family was like, he's, he will not be raised by a gay man. He was loved. He was getting taken care of. He was, you know, raising him like he was his own child. And then literally the family came in and was like, you're gay. You will not be raising this child. And I want to tell this to people. It's different when you're disciplining your child, they're acting up, they're being disrespectful, they're being rude. But when you are seeing somebody physically being beaten, being abused, being mistreated, you have an obligation. You have an obligation as an adult, as a human, as a person with decency and morals to step in and defend the helpless. So I get what you're saying. I totally agree because I know you don't mean it in this way, but I feel like some point we feel like we can't step in when we see in wrong being done to children. And I feel like that's the point where, you know, we lack 
because the teacher called CPS and saw the bruises and saw the, you know, the mistreatment of the child. But that's all they did. If you see that CPS is not doing this job, because sometimes CPS can get overwhelmed, you need to be calling the police. And I don't even really trust the police, but shit, at least exhaust all options. You know, you might need to come in and step. You know, you you don't just watch somebody. If you see right. kids being mistreated, abused, getting, you know, literally having marks that you that you don't have no questions to come in continuously, black eyes, you need to step in. Because I asked my sister today, what would you do if you saw a two-year-old just getting smacked shit out of? Well, you first of all, you shouldn't be hitting no two year old. That's you know, obviously that's not what I meant. Cause two no, 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 no. I'm saying I know what you meant, but I'm saying that some people, how many people would just walk by if they saw and be like, "Well, that's not my child. Yeah, that ain't got nothing to do with me." Yeah, that's true. And I mean, but you know, like all these celebrities are tweeting, you know, pre- protect all children, even if they're not yours that that's real you know and people call it what you want i've i have said things many a times they were like this is not your business it's not but i don't too much like how you handling that child so mm-hmm. i'm gonna go ahead and make my you know i'm gonna go ahead and put my two cents in it. but people want to always be nasty and be like well you ain't got no kids so you don't know i know right from right and wrong from wrong you know yep. and, and there was things you know you did not go through as a child so why are you doing it to your child baffles the fuck out of me yeah, and you could literally be saving a child's life. Think about those times you said something. You could literally be saving a child's life. If I see somebody hitting up on the child and stuff like that, I'm going to be like, excuse me, I know you might think that I'm out of place and I don't really care if you think I'm out of pocket, but what you're doing is excessive and it's ridiculous. And at this point, I don't even feel comfortable with you moving any further with this child. Yeah. You know, and I mean, it. it, it at some point we have to have a responsibility that if we see wrong being committed, that we are stepping in and standing up for the helpless. I mean, you gotta, you got to see, I'm, I'm really telling people can snitch, call it snitching what you want. See something, say something. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a firm believer in it now, especially in a day and age where police brutality is so, you know, trafficking it is an all time high. See yeah. something, say something. If it don't feel right in your soul, say. And this is what I'm going to turn back around and say with that six-year-old who got arrested. How did the teachers, how did the principal, how did everybody in the school, every, it was so many people who failed that right. young they just child. failed that child, yeah. Because now that child has to deal with the mental, the physical the emotional abuse it 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 witnessed because th- th- I don't under I don't think there's nothing a six year old could do that would warrant me being like I gotta call the cops. Yeah. Like what? How bad can a six year old be that you gotta call? Wait cops? a minute, because some of these little kids out here really this day and age they really be trying it. But you don't call the cops on a six year old to get arrested. No, I'm not calling the cops. I might yank you up real quick and talk to you that way. <laughs> and then tell your mama what she need to do. Because apparently she, you know, you you a little stressed out, I understand. But somebody need to get him. Because you know what? The next call you're going to get is going to be from the county morgue. And that that's the sad truth about it. Yeah, because my whole thing is, 
I just could not believe. And then listen, let me tell y'all something. Y'all really got to take that, take that saying in. It's, it's becoming more prevalent today. All kin folk, all skin folk, huh. kin folk, our, 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 our grandparents, our great grandparents, they've been saying this for how long? Hmm. All skin folk are not kin folk. It was not a white man who arrested that child. It was a black man. It was a black man who literally told that young child to put their hands behind their back and put those cuffs on that child. It wasn't no um white man. We can't blame it on a white man this time. We can't say the white man did it this time. We, it was one of our own, as though they say. Let me tell you something. If you get to the point that you're so big, that you feel like you can go arrest a six-year-old who's black and you're a black officer, then you're doing something wrong. How do you, I mean, because I know, well, you may go home and not have kids yet, but that that's a lot. And to com- you would have to honestly convince me that that six-year-old is 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 something something to be feared. And I, you know, and I understand everyone calm down. There are some genuine cases out there. I understand that, but that's not everyone's situation. Yeah. I just don't feel like, I don't know. I feel like maybe you got to reexamine the, the career you're in. If a six-year-old can intimidate you. Well, you know (laughs) that, and you just, some, some people genuinely need to understand you don't need to be a cop. You know, or you don't need to be a parent, you know. Or you don't need to be a teacher. Yeah, or, t- yeah, it goes both. And you don't need to be in public, what is it, public service? Treating these children, you might as well stay your ass at home. Like, because all that's a form of public service, right? You don't need to be in the public service business. You need to just be like, look, I don't like to work with, I don't work well with the, you know, the youth, the, 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 I don't work well with, you know, teaching. I don't work well with policing. I need to be in an office uh, sitting at a desk. Yeah. I don't I mean, have to do some things you just need to know about yourself. It's okay. Don't nobody think less of you. Yes, but that that to me was very disturbing. And I'm just thinking, I'm I'm praying that that child is not now tormented. You know, you know, I, I still remember, I don't know, it might just be a movie, but you know, you uh think about the the, the lean on me when Oh, I like that movie. Yeah, you know, and remember when he said, um, how do y'all expect them to be in anything, basically in the lines of you lock them up in cages and you expect them not to be animals? Like, yeah. remember he was talking about the school, and the lunch, and he was like, take the, take the, take the, uh. Man, that's, that movie, to this day, make me cry. Yeah, I ain't lying. Was, that was such a good movie. Yeah, he was like, take the fences off the, the cafeteria because you, you treating these people like animals and you expecting them not to be? Yeah, old girl getting pregnant. Oh, yeah. So, so look, some of y'all can find these little gems and can, and can find uh little these old school movies and find little gems. Another little thing I gotta say, y'all love this blind finale aired. Bianca still gotta watch it, y'all. y'all I, I you know it. I was I was honestly trash. I was sitting down at home and I was like, I'm supposed to be watching something. I forgot. I forgot what I was supposed to be watching. So what did I go back to? my my king of the hill my american dad she could have she could have she could have finished that over the uh weekend that she had she could have finished that but let me tell y'all something i showed bianca a clip of when they had the love is blind finale you know you know what before i say this let me just say this cameron and lauren had their wedding i mean the royals that that that, that's what we call the royals you know they had their married 
Now they are married. They've been married good. So the show aired in 2000, well not aired, but the show was recorded in 2018. So they have been able to live a prosperous, lovely life by themselves. Nobody in a business for that long, you know? Um, so, but what I will say is I was listening to this girl's, uh, um, she was doing a live of them and she was doing like a discussion, the show. And you know what I said? I mean, she said this, I, I honestly could not answer she was like, you know, when Cameron came into the pod and him and Lauren connected and, you know, they said, I love you. And, and they were talking, Cameron didn't say, oh, I just want to be with you. You know, I want to marry you. He said all those things, but you know what? One thing that stood out to me that she also caught this man told this lady, I am going to take care of you. I want to take care of you. Basically, with all of my being, I am going to take care of you. And you know, I thought about that. And she said, how many men can we say today have literally have we been told? How many times have you said you can be told somebody's telling you, I want to take care of you? Because never in my, and I'm 33 years old, y'all about to be 34 very soon. April is my birthday. I have never truly been told <laughs> by a man, I'm going to take care of you. Every fiber of my being, I'm going to take care of you. Have you been told that? Mm, I've been told that, but <laughs> I don't. I have been told that by one person, yes. Did they yes. take care of you? <laughs> Girl, bye. I told, when he told me, I said, I don't want you to take, I don't want you to take care of me. But no, but honestly, when he said this, you could feel that he really was going to take care of her. That he, in his every being. And as I showed, like I said, I showed a clip to Bianca. They was at, I, okay, Lauren is black, Cameron is white. And she's never dated a white man, let alone married. So she went from never dating a white man in her life to marrying a white man in the span of six weeks. And, you know, when somebody says, I'm going to take care of you, that's literally what he did because we, I showed Bianca a video. It was a beautiful clip too. Yeah. <laughs> of I, this white, I appreciated it. <laughs> they were at a premiere of their season finale and this white girl started touching on Lauren, who's black, her bun. And you know, that is the ultimate disrespect Every black girl who has been in a group of a uh, room of white people have some white person who has tried it. Now, either you like let them know if you touch my hair, it's gonna be me and you. I've let I'm one of those people. I've let them know if you touch my hair, it's gonna be me and you. Or we have been asked about our hair. We've been and it's just like, why are you asking me dumb ass questions that you know you know the answer to? But she was literally trying to basically seduce Lawrence Bunn. This white girl, Cameron comes up behind her and says, Don't do that. Don't Man, do that. And it was so beautiful. He was like, Stop it. Don't enough. Just stop. Period. I was like, Oh, okay. Go ahead and say it again. I don't think they heard you. He was like, No, don't. He's like, Don't, don't touch. Stop. I mean, soon it's like soon as he saw her put that first. And he Girl. came in like a vengeance. He was like a helicopter mode. Don't touch. I'm honestly, I'm going to be honest with y'all. 
I don't, you know what that, that scene remind me of? I don't know if y'all, if y'all have never seen it. Years ago, me and Bianca saw this clip of oh, Megan yeah. Good and her husband. And this lady yeah, where was she was? <laughs> got on the mic and was like, you are a pastor's wife. You don't need to be wearing all that showing all your cleavage and all. Yeah, she should, that woman tried to come for Megan. Before that lady yeah. could finish her thought, he swooped in and was like, uh-uh, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. She was wherever she wants. And she, he was like, you know what? We all here for God. He was like, so next question coming out your mouth better be about God. I mean, he, I was like, if you wasn't attractive, baby. It, it was a gorgeous thing to see. I was honestly in shock because he was like, no, she can wear whatever she wants. She can, you know, she can do whatever she wants. He was just, she won't. Yes, it was B-A-U-T-Full. Yes. You don't see that a lot, white or black, like coming and standing up in public for a woman. You know, it's different when you stand up with your boys and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. but to actively stand up and like with your, with a whole group of people that don't really fuck with you and they know you down for I said, don't touch her hair. I said, she gonna wear what she want. You understand? She can be, she can be an emperor's clothing. She gonna, she gonna put on whatever. If she thinks she got it on, she gonna do what she won't do. Don't touch yep. that. Bun. I just want to eat her bun. It looks so, so eatable. And the boys. Like, I mean, she was just so ridiculous. I want to eat her bun. I mean, her bun just looks so good. Look at it. Just look at it. Uh, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Leave her. Don't do that. Don't touch her hair. <laughs> I mean, it it was it really was ridiculous. I was proud of him. I said, "Boy, I right, go ahead, go because sir, go ahead." And you know what? At that point, I knew she had already had that conversation with him about the disrespect of touching black, the fascination that mm-hmm. white people hair have, what white that white people have with touching black women's hair. It's like it, it's, it's annoying. I don't understand the fascination, but you know what? I, I'm I've come to the conclusion we may not be in Black History Month no more. Y'all can stop y'all squats. I know y'all ain't do them no way. I don't want to hear no complaints in the summertime. You're welcome. Um, but I am come to the conclusion that y'all just people will never stop doing it. So the next person who can try to reach for my hair, I'm gonna run my hands. Actually, I'm, I pray I'm eating something because I'm gonna put some sauce and some ketchup in my hands and run my hands through your shit. Ugh, I wouldn't want to do that. I don't like, for my first thing is why would you? Why do, why, do you, why? Why do you feel like you have the right? I mean, I mean, she did. I mean, she did the touching. My whole thing is, why do you think you have the right? Do not touch. You know when she was like touching her hair, that she like was looking to see if it was okay because she did like a little poke, like you know how kids come up and do like a little tap to see if they can get away with it. She did that kind of touch, and then that's when uh, Boo sweeped in and was like, "Stop it." Yeah, but Lauren looked visibly annoyed. Like she looked visibly like, "Do not touch my shit." <laughs> and Cameron had to come in and be like, "Don't do that. Don't." Don't do that. And then that's when I knew she's had that talk with him. She's had that talk with him about the disrespect that that goes on with people being like, Oh, oh my God, last week your hair was to your um ears. Now it's down. Can I can I feel? No, you cannot feel. No. Don't act like you don't know what extensions is. White people wear extensions all the time. They hair be looking okay. a mess, but the, the extensions might not be as good. They do extensions too. They are notorious. They you know, they do it as, as much as we do ours. It it really is. Yes. 
Y'all be going to them beauty pageants with them extensions in your hair and be trying and you know and fluffing it up and making it look. So don't play. Uh, uh, I see the uh, what's they name the Kardashians and the Jenners always with a weave on their hair. They always got a lace yeah. front. So don't don't tell me you don't know what a lace front is. Don't tell me you don't know what a weave is. And don't tell me that you don't know how to put a fake bun in your head. And you like, why are you touching mine? Look, just just don't touch my hair. Don't touch me. If I haven't given you permission, I'm saying no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, no. Solange already told y'all, don't touch our hair. Maybe if you don't know, maybe you need to go look, type in on uh, YouTube, Solange. Don't touch my hair. Listen to the song, die, uh, die, uh, uh, break the song down, read the lyrics of the song, and make sure the next time you see a black person's hair, you don't touch it. But you know what I'm saying? I said by Cameron, he really took that thing of, I'm going to take care of you. I like he took that literally. He took that as and I will be your protector. I will be, you know, cause cause had had she had said, Don't do that, don't touch my hair, she would have been seen as the angry black woman. Um, you know, you know, but he came in, I don't give a damn what you call me. Don't touch my boo things. Hey, hey yeah, <laughs> he said it. He he said it. He said, I was like, Yes. But you know what? Speaking of foolishness, y'all. What in the Sam hell is going on with some of y'all? Why, why am I learning that some people and doctors had to come out and tell y'all not to be putting potatoes in your ass to cure hemorrhoids? Wait, what? Yes. What? What? Yes. The New York Post (laughs) had to. Wait, hold on. (laughs) You heard. Wait, what? Yo, what? what's going on in this world? Uh, uh, I have to what? before we go off. I, wait, I no, no, no. Wait, you're gonna have to tell this. You gonna have to be oh, a little bit more. So they knew, like I said, it was the New York Post, but uh, they did the article and they were telling people, you know, coming from a doctor, there is, you know, that there is no medical evidence that putting frozen potatoes inside the anus will help cure uh, hemorrhoids. For- frozen potatoes and your booty cheeks look so th- did you they say frozen well people were doing like actual potatoes that you'd buy and frozen potatoes but they were putting them inside <laughs> their butt to cure hemorrhoids and they had a doctor that came out and was like stop doing this it's not cure like there's no scientific evidence that this methodology will cure hemorrhoids and besides the fact you're just putting stuff in your ass why would you even like I just this is my thing to the person who like first now it's not started. like an all day thing you just put it in there for like 30 seconds uh, you know slice a frozen potato put it in your butt for 30 seconds <laughs> and repeat the process for three to five days to reduce the pain and swelling but if you're doing that why didn't you just go to the doctor or like to a clinic why? and get something for the hemorrhoid why don't you just get an ice pack Okay, first of all, but you don't <laughs> put an ice pack inside your ass. That's the problem. I, again, ice I pack say is not meant for internal use. I will <laughs> always, I will always say this: for me and my ass, it's only going to be used for one thing, and it's not going to be no penis. It's not going to be no ice packs. It's not going to be no potatoes. It's going to just be used to take the stuff out my system. You know, I mean, I'm not going to be putting anything in my ass, especially not a damn potato. You know, I mean, that's just the ultimate nastiness. I mean, you're really going to the store buying potatoes to put them in your ass? 
I mean, I thought I had seen it all, y'all, but I had but, to ask. Now, this is my thing. Why? Who first tested it out and why? First of all, I don't care who tested it out and why. What? You know, everybody's got their kinks. So I'm that, not, that, I'm not, not a potato not in not a potato. That that's not no 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 no. Well, not a potato. That might have been something for somebody. You don't know no, that. No, no. But to think it was a cure for something, I y'all, uh, I'm not with the shit on it. Literally, <laughs> you have. And for somebody who listening to this podcast, if you like, damn, that ain't going. Please, why would you ever put in a potato in yes? I need you and to. Fa- uh, this is like the cucumber. Well, the cucumber challenge wasn't really. No, we, no, wasn't, we're not going uh, go, go in that time and that terrible time. But I'm mm-hmm. saying the cucumber challenge wasn't healing anything, but I'm just saying that stop putting things where they're not really meant to be. Cucumbers are meant to be eaten, obviously, so they do go in your mouth, but a whole one should not because it closes your <laughs> airway. And a potato was not necessarily meant for your ass. I say necessarily because everyone's got their kinks. No, However, it, it was never meant for the ass. Um, I just, uh, I, I'm a little baffled at this point, y'all. Uh, well, hey, if you want to talk about baffled, the other I, thing I, I want to, look, the other thing before we wrap up, it, I don't know. <laughs> If you, want to talk about, listen, if you want to talk about baffled, let's talk about the other thing that I baffled about. That it didn't even help this person because they dropped out of the race. Tom Steyer. What you will not do in this Black History, at the end of Black History Month, we already know at this point Black History Month is done with, but you will not bring Juvenile to the stage and sing that national, one of the national Black anthems or back that thing. First of all, I'm trying to figure out, is that even a presidential song? Back that ass up. Is that presidential? Because to me, that's not a presidential song. So no, 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 sir. And you singing back that ass up is not going to be okay at all. No, sir. Yeah. Uh, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So I don't know, but I when I saw that and I said back that ass up, and then his wife was. Did you see? His, but his daughter too. His daughter, the whole family, the whole family, y'all. And you could tell that the daughter had been listening to Juvie. That wasn't her first time, but the wife was <laughs> down too. They was all backing it up. Shit, back it up. Uh, they they was living their best life. You know, I don't know if I was, I don't. I, I'm not gonna say I was mad at him. I'm not. Someone told him he need to get black voters. He said, "Shit, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call Juvie. That's the only thing I know. Because everybody know when they hear that beat. What oh! oh! is that a presidential song? It, I mean, I mean like, is it not though? I mean, back that ass up. <laughs> like, come on now. Now that to me was just ridiculous. Most people are using, you know, a Stevie Wonder song. They might even be using a Chance the Rapper song. He said, no, get down on your knees and put your hands on there. His wife didn't even know what she was doing. She was just shaking from side to side. Look, all she, she knew was she had to try to find the beat. Just just find that tempo. Find she it. wasn't finding that tempo. <laughs> she, she didn't, but she did try. So I give, I applaud her. I'm not going to say the song was unpresidential because, I mean, with this president that we got right now, anything could go. Oh, but I must tell you, I was tickled, tickled, tickled when 
I saw that clip. I was literally like, so South Carolina, they brought out all the stops, honey. They said, we're going to get you colors votes today. We're going to get y'all nigger votes. Y'all, y'all going to give us them votes today. But he only got 11% of the votes, which he ended up dropping out of the race. And then who else? Who, yeah. who else dropped out the race? Was Booty Lie. Booty Lie dropped out the oh race too. Booty Lie said, it's time to give it up. Uh, and so he went ahead and dropped up out the race too. So they both up out the race. Look, but at least Tom Steyer said, I tried everything, but they didn't even vote for me with juvenile they just they they, they didn't yeah, vote I mean, he actively tried i am not upset with him sir like you done well you tried your best i like the fact that juvenile was like i'm gonna get my check and i'm gonna I'm a bounce so uh can you you want to wire transfer it or you want to you know i mean juvie said i'm not missing out on no money sir so if you if you want me to sing i will sing for you we gonna do we gonna do all y'all a good show. You understand? Yes, I actually was surprised that Lil, Lil Wayne didn't come out and say because uh, Manny Fresh was on the stage. I was surprised Lil Wayne didn't come out and say after you bag it up, then stop. I, I was I was getting ready for everybody to get their check, but hey, like <laughs> you know, that have been something, girl. Everybody would have hit the flow. But my whole thing is maybe you should have had the, you know, rally before Friday. Like maybe have it, you know, be, you know, the, was it was Saturday the day of the votes? I don't know. It was ridiculous. I mean, I honestly, when I saw that, I had my mouth open and I said, I never thought in my days that I would see juvenile of all people on the stage with a presidential, who's somebody who's running to be president. Singing back that thing up. I'm, I'm like I said, is it really unpresidential? Is the song really that unpresidential? It we are is. president right now. Is, is it really that? Well, he's definitely the signs of unpresidential. I mean, I mean, this was my thing with him also. You know, just like he uh before we wrap it up, just like you know, when um they showed an old tweet of that he tweeted, and it basically says that if uh the president that's the stock market tank for two days. He should be immediately impeached. Well, Trump, maybe you should, uh, you want to get impeached today or tomorrow because the stock market was absolutely. Y'all, absolutely. I'm afraid to look at my damn 401k. Y'all. If you were planning on retiring in the next couple of months, you might want to withdraw that letter because let me tell you something. Um, this, I mean, the, he just was like, oh, the coronavirus is going to be okay. It's going to be completely fine. He's over there. The CDC is pissed off at him and the stock market is crashing and China is just doing terribly. But no matter what, if you are all thinking about buying stock, do not go to Amazon or Tesla. It's still too high. So they got to drop a little bit more for me, but we'll see what's going on. Uh, but you know, I couldn't honestly enjoy the stock market crashing because I was dealing with the whole Houston thing. Sylvester, you're wrong. How long? When did you say Sylvester Turner got in office? Uh, 2016. And that's what four years that he didn't know that the water mains was weak. Look, I, I smell corruption. I and mean, even if you genuinely didn't know, all I'm saying is you got to be careful. When, I understand, you know, you can't do nothing when a main water line break. But 
those people who lost their houses, lost their cars. I hope y'all don't try to do them dirty and be like, you know, active God and all this other foolish. I hope y'all take care of their houses. And some of them people just got their house back right from all the mm -hmm. previous budget. So I hope you do right by them. I, I, I genuinely do. Mm -hmm. Because where it flooded, where, where the water main broke at, it's the same places where it flooded so bad when Harvey hit. Yeah. So that's the thing that gets me like, really, really. And for four years, you know, you're not going to tell me you, uh, mayor niece, uh, all y'all are cricket, 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 because all of y'all knew. And my whole thing is, this is the city of Houston. This city is way too big to only have two water mains. Are you, are you kidding me? 50% of Houston water comes from one main in one of the biggest cities. And then you got nursing homes and every, you know, kids, elderly. I mean, regular pe regular healthy people I don't worry about. But, like, nursing homes, infants and stuff. Come on now. Yeah. Come and on. my whole thing is the elderly who live by themselves, who didn't, couldn't get and had to drink that water. You know, and and had to, you know, because they didn't have nobody to go get them bottled water. They didn't have it. And then when they went to go get bottled water, there's nothing on the shelves. So, you know, it, it really was just a whole catastrophe. Businesses would literally shut down. Coffee shops should just absolutely sue y'all because they couldn't make no coffee. I heard that the uh, airports just had to shut down all coffee shops because they were like, it's just not, we can't use the water. Yeah, mom, my mom was in the airport and she said that it stank so bad because Ooh. like the restrooms were, you know, obviously you can't really flush because they told you if your plane was taken off from Houston, you couldn't go to the restroom on the plane. But Are she said serious? the airport smelled like all, like just an outhouse. She said Ooh. it's. Are you serious? Yeah. She, and that was recent. She said it just stinks in here. She said they should be ashamed. Like they tell you if your plane originated in Houston, you know, because they didn't, I guess they couldn't top off their fluids and stuff oh. for the restroom. So you couldn't use the restroom. There was limited bottles of water on the flight. Um, it was a mess. So now, why are you going on an international flight? Else, well, that I don't know. He was just SOL because, but oh. if your plane, well, if your plane came from like Miami to Houston, you were fine. They just told you to fill everything up in Miami. But if mm. your flight started off out the hangar from Houston, you know, if that was his first flight of the day or whatever, you was SOL, baby. Mm -hmm. SOL. Well, I'll tell you this about the city of Houston. Get y'all shit together because y'all love to pay people's money. I mean, not too long ago, y'all had to uh, flood certain parts of the city just to, you know, release the, the water, uh, to, to release the dams and to release the water mains. I mean, aren't y'all tired of paying people? Aren't y'all tired of getting sued? Aren't y'all tired? Yeah, you, you gots to be, and you need to do better by your people. So, um, an apology, not going to do it. I hope you do right by these people. Yeah. Cause I mean, imagine those people who were sitting in shit. When the, when the lane busted, it looked like it, when I saw some of those pictures, it looked like it was literally shit surrounding them. It was it was just absolutely disgusting. It's Ooh. ridiculous. Everybody. Yes. Well, y'all, everybody need to pay, but we wanted to just tell y'all that we absolutely love y'all. We were sitting over here. Let me tell y'all something. Last week while we were recording, we were sitting over here talking and recording, and we had hit over 100 followers. So we want to 
thank you. We want to give a huge shout out before we wrap up. We want to say thank you to everybody who follows thank us. You. We love you guys for the support. It is always a blessing. Y'all know y'all love hearing not crazy asses anyway, but it's a blessing and we appreciate it. Every even even the ones who don't really know what they want to listen, but y'all listen for five minutes and cut off. Mm-hmm. We love y'all too. Yeah. Appreciate all of you, boo. Yep, yep, yep. So we're gonna let go ahead and let Bianca and I'm gonna just go ahead and say my love y'all. Thank y'all so much. And I'm gonna go ahead and let Bianca close it on now. You know she gotta close it out. Whatever. Y'all, y'all have a great week. Do right. I know y'all into y'all squats. I'm still waiting for y'all to tell me how many y'all didn't do. Don't put no potatoes in your ass. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm not about to not <laughs> if you're not listening to us on unapologetic radio on Mondays, I'm still trying to figure out why. Why? Fridays at eight, listen to us on Unapologetic Radio. You know where to find us on our social media. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Real Times KB. Times mm-hmm. to see. If you want to go ahead and keep emailing us, y'all, it's realtimeskb at gmail.com love hearing from y'all we genuinely sincerely appreciate all the support and love y'all give us y'all have a great week we'll holla at y'all you know what we do take it easy peace peace